Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run. Everybody say run. run. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us, looking unto, everybody say looking unto, looking unto, looking unto Jesus, the Arthur and finisher of our faith, who for the joy was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost. I do. I feel the Holy Ghost. I want to speak to you for just a few minutes about the focus factor. The focus factor. Let's pray right now. Lord, your word is already anointed. I pray you would use me as a conduit. Let me be translucent and invisible, but your word amplified in every mind and every heart in the name of Jesus. And I take authority right now over every spirit or any distraction that would try to hinder the work of the Holy Ghost. Right now, by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, you may be seated in Jesus' name. Amen. Foot racing, long distance running or endurance running is literally a form of continuous running over a distance of at least 1.9 miles and is psychologically challenged and requires stamina as well as mental strength to finish the race. Amen. And we, the people of God, young and old, must understand that we are in a race. Race doesn't necessarily mean fast, spiritually speaking. It means not to the fast or the swift, even it says in Ecclesiastes, but constantly walking and talking with God. When you start in this race and you're born again of the water and spirit, you have started something that we need to finish. Amen. It needs to be our main focus. If you look in Matthew chapter 14, and you're going to find that the disciples were in a ship in the middle of a storm. And during the fourth watch, the disciples seen Jesus coming on the water. And it picks up in Matthew chapter 14 and 26. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, it is a spirit, and they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer. It is I. Be not afraid. In the middle of a storm now, once you see this. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on the water. To go to Jesus. Ain't that amazing? It's the miraculous that was happening. But when he saw the wind boisterous and it was, he was afraid and began to sink. And he cried out and said, Lord, save me. And Peter was in the midst of the miraculous and the storm literally distracted him. And then the question becomes, will it distract you? Or rather, can we turn that around and say, what is distracting you? What is, we have to be honest with ourselves. We have to be honest. The Apostle Paul, he wrote to the Galatians in chapter 5 and 7. and said, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? So you were running so great. What in the world came in between you and God? That's what he's saying. What came in between you and God? So the word of God teaches us that these three things war against our soul. These distractions. One, the flesh. The second, and not particularly in this order, but the second are the things of this world and the devil. These three foes are 
three distractions. And we have to understand the journey of life we're living in, that these three enemies are intertwined in it. We have to understand that God wants to illuminate, give us understanding of that. And our path has to be, has to be straight because we have side roads, we have intersections, a lot of curves, blind spots, hills to climb. Sometimes it's stormy, sometimes it's dark. You're going to have problems and situations. If you're walking in the flesh, you're going to have problems and situations. But through this, we have to keep our focus on Jesus. We have to focus on, on him, and that's the main goal in mind. I have to finish this race. We have to finish this race, no matter what. Amen. You have to understand, God wants us to know there's a lot of distractions going to pull you off course. And we as individuals, as a church, as a body as well, not just individuals, but as a body as well, we have to understand that there's going to be distractions. And no matter what, we have to go and move past those things. It tells us that 1 Corinthians chapter 9, it says, Know ye not that they which run in a race, run all, one receiveth the prize? So run that you may obtain. 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and 25, And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate. Everybody say temperate. This is where you don't hear a lot about sometimes. We need to be temperate in all things. So now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown, but we an incorruptible crown. Temperance is literally a fruit of the Spirit. We don't, there's nine fruits of the Spirit, and that is a fruit of the Spirit. It's, it's God's Spirit that gives us a self-restraint not to get sidetracked on our journey. That's what temperance is. It's, 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 it's power from God to help us restrain ourselves. Amen. That's what temperance is. So we must have the fruit of temperance working in us so we can keep the main goal in our mind to pursue God and the things of God to obtain the incorruptible crown, the crown of eternal life. Amen. Amen. We have to understand there's a rapture coming. There's a rapture. The rapture means to be caught up. We're going to be caught up together with him to meet him in the air. So we don't need to be caught up with the things of the world. We don't need to be caught up with negativity. We don't need to be caught up with gossip. We don't need to be caught up with those things. We need to be caught up with the word of God. Because it's the word of God and the obedience to the word of God that's going to take us out of here. We have to understand we need to obey the word of God. Amen. When we respond and we say amen or we lift our hands, we're saying, amen, I receive that. We need to understand, we need to respond to the word of God. Don't be distracted by the people around you. You need to focus on God. Amen. I need to focus on God. Amen. Psalms chapter 17. It tells us that concerning the works of men, by the word of thy lips, I have kept me from the paths of the destroyer. I hold up my goings in thy paths and my footsteps, that my footsteps slip not. I'm going to be focused on his path. We need to be focused on his path. And he knows what you need to stay on the path. He knows what you need. All he wants you to do is ask him. That's all all he wants you to do. Get intertwined with God. Get intertwined with God. He wants to give us supernatural provisions to help us run the race. Strength for the journey. Faith for the journey. Encouragement for the journey. The word of God is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We have to understand we're on this path. And we got God's light. And the thing is, we can't just stand there. We got to make progress day by day. Day by day. We have to make progress with God. 
Amen. It's a very important thing that we have the focus factor in this focusing on God. Philippians chapter 3 and 10 through 14 is the main goal. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Amen. You're going to find out when you begin to, to, to know God and seek to know God. It's his power of resurrection that's going to bring you up out of, off the side path. And sets you back on the path of God. Amen. Amen. That I may know him in the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. If by any means I might attain unto the resurrection of the dead, not as though I had already attained, either already perfect, but I follow after that I may apprehend that which also I apprehend of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind. You need to forget some things in your past. You do. You need to forget some things in the past. If you made a mistake, hey, just repent, get over it, and just move. Move forward on the path. Move forward on the path. Keep moving on the path. I don't care what kind of mistake you made. God is more powerful than your mistake. God is more powerful than those things. You have to understand. I don't care if the mistake was 60 years ago. If it was 50 years ago, 40 years ago, you, you put the number. It doesn't matter. Get past your mistake and just keep moving forward. Amen. Just keep moving forward. You can do this. I know that you, I believe in you. God believes in you. God believes in you. Can you understand that? You need to respond to the word of God because he loves you. He wants you to understand. Get back on the path of God. And when you understand, you're going to praise him again. You're going to feel his presence again. Oh man, my goodness. If you worship him again, he'll restore you. If you seek him, you will find him. If you will be faithful again, he will bless you again. Just focus on praising him. Just focus on worshiping him. Just focus on talking to him. Just focus on being faithful. And then you're going to find the reconnect to Jesus. Amen. It's like, it's like a, 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 these crazy devices we have. They have to be plugged in. I, I, this stupid iPad, I call it stupid. Sometimes it can be stupid and get you sidetracked. Your devices can get you sidetracked. Amen. We have to make ourselves available to God. And I, I'm, I'm just, I know I've taken a lot of time, Pastor, but I, I just, man, I feel the Holy Ghost. We have to understand, especially in ministry or whatever, I, I was taught this at a young age spiritually with Brother Aaron Bounce. He was my mentor, my, my discipleship teacher. So we have to make ourselves available to the kingdom of God. If you want to be used of God, you say you want to be used, you got to make yourself available. If you're not here, you can't be used. As simple as that. But praise God. But God says that in Ephesians chapter 4, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slay of men and by the cunning craftiness whereby they lie in wait to deceive. Colossians chapter 3, If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ set upon the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. In my opening text, Hebrews 12, and I'm closing right now. Let us lay aside every weight and every sin which doth so easily beset us. Every weight. Every weight. Every something heavy. Everybody in here has something in your life that you can set aside because it weighs you down in the path. Because everything of God goes up. Can you, you notice that? It goes forward and goes up. Amen. 
But you have to understand we have to set the weight aside. Sometimes it's not necessarily sin. It's just something you're involved in that's consuming your time. Instead of sacrificing in the kingdom of God and making yourself available to a service to be used, all of a sudden you're pursuing after this. It could be a job. It could be a, a hobby. Whatever it is. But then if you get involved so much that it becomes the sin, it weighs you down. We have to understand, we have to use the word of God. The word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. And we need to cut away those things that will weigh us down. That way we can go up and raise a little higher. Amen. The, the load is going to be light. Amen. He said, take my yoke upon you and learn of me because my yoke is easy. And you'll find that you'll have rest for your soul. Amen. Let's stand right now. I'm done. We're going we're gonna to pray here in a second. Right now, in Jesus' name, Lord, I pray for your word that you would just have your liberty. I know, Lord, that you, it's your word, Lord, I pray. Right now, by the authority of your word and by the power of the name of Jesus, help us, Lord. Be, Lord, involved with you, entangled with you, Lord. The devil in the world may have distractions, Lord, but you have attractions, Almighty. Attract everyone in here according to your word and your spirit. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' name.